0: And family reunion on my side that's all this is this is Ilaria's family reunion
1: that goes wrong i was not expecting that would be the first three seconds of this episode
0: <laughs> god i have i haven't watched the i haven't listened to the recent DD episode either so i have no idea how much of my emotional damage you've covered
1: for the past like three sessions we we Barely touched it. We all felt is better for you to talk about it than us. Oh my
0: god!
1: There's so much. There's oh so god. much. We, oh my god! We're not going to. Let's let's work our way to there. Let's let's go with. It's going to be an up and hill down episode today on the Space Idol Collective podcast. I'm going to take another dab.
0: That's I just, just
2: out. I just want to start off by saying, I didn't like our flag flagging stuff.
1: Oh, oh, that's a very gonna, I'm gonna be silent and let Benny and Oz have the floor.
3: Yo, I'm I gonna this, I'm gonna so abstain really from this, this too. Yeah, I, I yeah. wanna hear what's going on. Okay. I, I I will I'm gonna say right now, I'm gonna keep an open mind. I will listen hundred percent to what you have to say. However, you are coming into a room where five people here absolutely fucking love the show.
1: I will say this. Thank thank you. Welcome, nice welcome guys. back to the Space Society Collector Podcast. That was a returning co-host ray squared we have benny captain benny lavario black bear themselves ozzy the gentleman llama christian ventura (laughs) the emotionally damaged one jason dean and Izzy hands himself desi's dead and now i mean you are you are Izzy hands for sure or black pete Or I'll, Black Pete. Or, Those are my two picks. Or Olawande. You know, whatever. Let's start the floor with one Ray squared and get his um, opinion on and stuff. I'm gonna need a bigger drink. A for it.
2: Take, I just oh, it's not a hard take. It's just like you know how comedy is like subjective. I just didn't find it funny. Oh, true. You know, it just like That's I, I just don't think Takara T TVs. Um I, I probably just have mispronounced his name, his kind of his brand of humor, except in Thor, like, how he mm. twisted that character to be funny. Like, I tried watching Jojo Rabbit, but, like, I can't find Hitler funny in any kind of context, mm. or, you know, like, I, I, that, but, like, the, I think, like, the themes and the inclusion what they're talking about or like what happened between blackbeard and the gentleman Pirate was very important and like a great um twist i wasn't expecting but i feel like it relied too heavily on the comedy and the comedy was very poor and corny to me
3: okay so it's difference so that it's (coughs) difference of comedic styling then yeah if you're not like huge into taika waititi then that makes sense And even if it's not, like, huge in Taika Waititi, it is a kind of comedy where if you don't like those kinds of, like, um, not necessarily, I mean, lowbrow in certain ways, yeah. If you're not into that, then yeah, I could see that.
4: I absolutely hate, um, stupid bullshit, like, Meeting the Parents type comedy. So that, like, Ben Stiller Meet the Parents movie, I hate with every fucking fiber. Of my being. Yeah. Because it's just there to be awkward. And, you know, stupid things like jackass movies are just
1: so dumb
4: and not funny. Because it's, like,
1: such low-brow,
4: low-hanging fruit. And it's just such a staple of, like, the early 2000s that they haven't really changed or grown at all that they're still doing just the same stupid shit that gets them in the hospital and
2: it doesn't make sense. I uh, we'll get it. it. I feel like it was very reminiscent of Monty Python. And I did not like Monty Python whatsoever. I'm like that
3: makes sense. That makes I, sense.
2: I I I just like I, it's white humor. I'm sorry. It, it's white people humor and I can't connect with it in any kind of way. I'm like it has to be more subversive for me or like more it's more like a, it's like joke or like you know there was a couple of funny moments you know like where they like um have like a callback or like have like something that makes something funnier like do out it you know like how that bird had like a whole ass wife that was yeah, like yeah yeah like, oh he's like she's like where's you know he's like you must um, be Olivia. <laughs> yeah like Oh, blah Blood didn't show up last night that. and like They went
3: and got oh, revenge on the fire Like, y- So, ye so, so Coul- then yeah, it seems like like your kind of comedy is more that like literal, like written in, like the the callbacks, the stuff that is is meant to like subvert you in a maybe not a long hauled context, but mm. like like written into the story rather than funny for the sake of the situation.
2: Exactly. Exactly. You know. um, Desmond,
3: I the floor. Out of curiosity, Ray, do you like Mel Brooks movies?
2: Hmm um, is that the space... Blazing like space Blazing balls? Saddles
4: Baseballs
2: like Yeah but, uh,
4: history of the world. I, I
2: think I think I think Desmond wanted to give Ozzy the floor. Oh
1: Ooh. yeah. I, for what, bro? Oh, you, you For you, why
5: you. I was sitting here.
1: Uh, oh, you, I thought you, I thought you went in and interject, because I, in, I saw your, uh, your, oh. your 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 screen flash. Thought you was the one to interject.
5: Dead ass. It was probably background noise, and I apologize. <laughs> I,
1: I was sitting here just enjoying
5: the
2: conversation. Okay. The only one I can remember, I uh, I can recall from what y'all just listed, brawls.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: thought that was funny. Okay. When I was a kid.
3: Mm, okay.
2: So if I go back watch it now, having the context of Star Wars and everything on Star Wars, mm-hmm. I probably think it would be less funny and just corny the whole time.
4: Well, then you probably wouldn't be super excited about the sequel, or Can wait, I there'
3: think- be a sequel? I'm on it. Oh god! It's like early stages. Okay, okay. I liked Mel Brooks. I don't want to see a Mel Brooks movie in the modern era. <laughs>
4: I feel like his movies are like definitely for the time. I mean, for me personally, Young Frankenstein, such a classic.
3: <laughs> shadows,
4: such a classic. Like all of his movies are well, not all of them. Vast majority of his movies are classic. Obviously, I think the last big one he did that doesn't count like the producer's musical movie remake thing. Mm. Um was Robin Hood? men in tights
1: was that the latest thing so far the only thing mel brooks is, is mainly been producing the simpsons
3: uh, that why does that make sense
1: um also i'm that low-hanging fruit who can't get is,
3: i don't think,
4: think it's mel brooks i think that's like james james
1: I think, brooks. I, I, I think i, 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 I had to mix up all right my bad um but yeah Damn. i'm that low-hanging fruit who still likes the jackass movies
3: you know, I actually
0: just I- mind Jackass. I think it's kind of fine. And, <laughs>
1: and, and I gave Jackass, uh, four, a five out of five on the letterbox. <laughs> I know? haven't watched it yet. I'm, I, I need to.
0: Sense Our of day. humor
5: is exactly like attractiveness, where, like, there is general opinion, but that changes all the time depending on society. And also, every individual person is gonna be a little bit different. Like sense of humor has so much to do with what you grew up watching and the people that you were around you. Like just because you grew up watching movies doesn't mean you like that kind of movie. Like I grew up mm. watching the Ben Stiller movie type things because my dad <laughs> loved them and I have always disliked them and now I dislike them even more because I don't have to watch them anymore, you know.
0: <laughs> like, so we don't I like feel like
5: longer? it's I feel which one see i go like back and forth like there are some <laughs> movies that i'm like okay i will allow this but like i can there surrender. are still just such peaks of i don't like the ones that uh rely on what's the thing like secondhand embarrassment that's
3: it, exactly like,
5: it causes me physical pain and i've never been able to explain that to someone they think i'm over exaggerating or like uh speaking in hyperbole and i can't explain that it like actually causes an anxiety tightness in my chest. <laughs>
3: God, yeah. I. And feel it's like not that pleasant. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> yeah, I
0: do like... not watch comedy movies with my boyfriend because of that, because he likes that kind of humor.
3: Yeah.
2: Like, sometimes
0: like, it just doesn't match up, bro. And
5: like, that's so, right.
2: Yeah. I think you need, a, I just think if you need to. If everyone had the same sense, sense
5: of humor, that'd be so boring.
2: <laughs> I just think you need to break up with your boyfriend now <laughs> that you don't have the same sense of humor.
0: Honestly though, I think the second hand embarrassment comes from like my rejection sensitivity shit.
5: Probably. Like, could I that feel like too. they're
0: directly related. And I can't explain it, but it works in my head. I just can't do it. It's Yeah, no, <sighs> I think that- No, I think that There's makes so sense. There's so many ways to be funny. Why make the audience the punchline like <laughs> I don't like second-hand embarrassment. It's cheap.
3: The, the only second-hand embarrassment I actually like is specifically um, what Sacha Baron Cohen did in Who is America, where the second-hand embarrassment is on, like, horrible people and politicians and stuff like that. I think that's the only time I enjoyed it.
1: I when
0: someone's you. embarrassed, but it's not you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no easy transition. One quick news, um, news story. Well, technically two. <laughs> Dep- de- depends on if we want to stay on that topic of Ezra Miller. Uh, Sony um, laid a Ghostbuster sequel.
3: Oh, a sequel to like Afterlife?
1: Yep. Nice. Um, the I the fee- I hear the feedback, but it's not coming for me, Ray. Right. Just mm. right, 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 quick.
0: I'm not hearing any kind of
1: feedback. Somebody's getting feedback. I'm hearing feedback.
0: Damn, maybe it's... Is
1: it on my end? Technical things we have to do with the on the Space Idol Collective. Yeah, they're finally making a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, normally I'm all for it, but this is one of the few times the way how Ghostbusters Afterlife ended, um, it ended... It was a good ending. It, to some it set up for a sequel I felt like that is a good end. If it was an end it was a hopeful ending but then also we had the recent passing Ivor Reitman and with Jason Reitman saying he would like to do one but he was also like at the same time this is something his father did so it was like shelved Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel for a while If Jason Reitman wants to take over from his father's place, move forward with it. This is one of the few times I'm like, let's just shelve Ghostbusters. Just for a while. This is one of
4: those only times you're like pro-nepotism.
1: Wow. Wow. I hope it did. I love it.
3: I really wish we were recording this for YouTube because like just uh, I need a close-up on Benny's like shit-eating green right now
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. The look so you the look to my eyes like I'm throwing daggers, but you know
2: So I'm say Benny I love you. Being, So Benny being on camera is a normal thing now.
3: Yes Yeah, it's becoming Every now problem. and then there we yeah, it's it's more her, every more time. casual than it was I before. Yeah. I'm like, drinking
4: from my like really cool continental cup. It's the Ooh, um from John Wick. Yeah. John Wick. And so on the bottom it has the it's uh
2: jealousy. the coin. Is that wine?
4: This is not wine, it's whiskey tonight. Oh wow. wow you changed yeah. mm-hmm.
2: something gone.
4: Wow. Like I went bougie. I I guess you don't need. I mean, I've always been bougie, so what the fuck?
2: I guess you don't need those frozen grapes and strawberries that's in your freezer right now.
4: I mean, I still do. Just, I got, I got the whiskey. This, I went to uh, Estes Park over the weekend, and so there was like a whiskey tasting there, and there was a really good one, and I spent way too much money on it, but
1: I don't work. in the in the words of Retta in Parks and Rec, treat yourself. Treat yourself. yourself.
4: Treat yourself. I lived by that a little too hard. That's what I said, and my Definitely friend that I went too. with, she... Fuck it, I swear to God, bless her. Find you a friend that, even though they may not like everything you like, will still put up with your bullshit. Because I was just like, look, I just need you to, like, take a picture of me pretend kicking the wall in front of room 217. That
3: was <laughs> so, so I could funny, though
4: this off ghost and she's like i don't understand i'm like i know it's from a movie it's fine and she's like I'll it's fine i got you just tell me when you want me to take this picture and i'm
1: like a great photo though <laughs> i might and, pull a benny and make some uh get some peaches chop them up freeze them and put them in my uh peach wine
4: yeah do it it's gonna be so good yeah or why mangoes why like,
1: you?
3: that's the real question why shouldn't you
1: i will I get paid for it after I give you your money, part of your money. I'm gonna buy some peaches <laughs> and
3: keeps that shit cold.
4: And then once it mm-hmm. warms up, you can eat them and they're nice and infused with the alcohol. It's amazing.
3: Legitimately, I don't remember money you owe me, but okay.
1: I here's the thing I don't <laughs> here's the thing when it comes to me borrowing money from people or in game currency, I write that shit down. Oh, okay. All right, I learned this from my grandfather you keep a ledger
3: i i learned from mine don't lend money unless you unless you expect to get it back oh, i'm sorry it, wait no what's that don't lend money don't lend money you don't expect to wait fuck never don't expect to get money, your money back when you lend it back. Back. that's what it was don't lend don't lend
2: money that you can't lose <laughs>
3: yeah like don't yeah. lend money you don't expect to get it <laughs>
2: to get back. um also I never, I never met my grandpa.
3: Damn, oh. I only met one.
1: fucking with me today. Okay,
3: <laughs> can I tell a weird tangent story to that? But I swear to God, it's funny. Go. So like, so after my grandpa passed away, right? He was cremated. Oh. <laughs> I, oh I, I God. Told you the story, right, Dez? Yeah. I'm I'm you, I'm, you you, I'm, I'm, did you, you, I'm
2: you myself. Did you end up smoking your grandpa?
3: No, no, no. So what happened, right? <laughs> so you <laughs> showed him. So no. So so what ha- what happened was, um, my grandpa was cremated, and then the family decided it's like okay, well, we had his funeral service, but we're gonna have a, a private like family like kind of service uh, on our own because the only thing he asked was that we spread his ashes uh, somewhere in the ocean in Mexico. So we went uh, down to Ensenada, like, as a family. We took, like... It was one of those things where we actually went in three cars as a convoy. And, um, like, we ended up finding, like... We went all the way to La Bufadora, which, if you don't know where that is in um, Mexico, basically, it's, like, a destination um, uh, just outside of Ensenada. Well, not just... uh, Like, an hour outside of Ensenada. And um, it's famous because it's a spot on the ocean where, like the waves hit into like a natural cave formation and like kind of makes uh like a huge um like pluma water. That's what it means in Spanish. But um point is we went to that area and there's like a camping area nearby. So we went there and found like a little like um <laughs> a, a pretty deep and steep like uh dropping to like a little cove that was like kind of being like sheltered from the major waves outside but had like a little bit of water. So it was actually really nice. We found that spot and we, we decided to like climb down and like my grandma obviously couldn't climb down or anything like that. So a bunch of the people that couldn't climb or whatever would stay up top. And the rest of us like went down who were actually going to like spread his ashes. And we went down we're in the cove. We're next to the we're next to the ocean and stuff. And my uncle opens up the box and they're like talking about stuff. They're, they're saying words. And we can see people like, you know, like a hundred feet away from us up on the cliff. And my grandma's watching. And everyone is like all my aunts. Basically, it was that thing of like all the women stayed up and all the men went down. That's that, that was the thing. Because, you know, whatever. Um it's gonna be a big Lebowski moment. And and like my grandma's watching, and then my uncle <laughs> Uncle says some words, and he pours my grandpa out, and none of it falls in the water because the wind picks up and then and then my uh what I call my grandpa gave me the last hug because the entirety of the ashes got picked up in the wind and flew directly on all of my shirt and my face. I was like covered in like in ash and I could see I could see my grandma and everyone up on the on the ridge like kind of moving, and I'm just like, I can't overreact. She's watching. I can't overreact. I just like very calmly stood up and walked out of view just around a rock, and then I was like "Ah, GOD (laughs) And I could hear my uncles and some of my cousins just laughing their ass off.
2: You should have just dived into the water.
3: (laughs) And, you know, it, it was okay after that, and it was fine. But like after my cousin started teasing me, I started being like, "Hey, don't be jealous just cuz grandpa gave me the"
1: Oh, <laughs> <sighs> I remember when he told me that. I was fucking dying. So yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was my grandpa's. Fault. Oh my god. Was he in an urn
4: or was he in a coffee can? Cuz like no,
3: no, he was he was in like the medical box that he came in. It was like, "We're we're going to we're going to throw him into the sea. Why are we going to buy an urn?" <laughs> my grandma was cool with it she's like she was the one that said it she's like why it's okay it doesn't look bad let's just go do it
4: (laughs) yeah i had this conversation with one of my other friends her mom had passed away she was also cremated and so she was doing the same thing where she was gonna take it back to the west coast to um her ashes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um so i was like is there anywhere else like she wanted to go, and my friend just like was, she just started laughing. She's like, I thought about it because she did like the mountains, but then this thought wouldn't leave. That it's like, what if I'm just like, like dropping her hand? Like, what if I'm just dropping her hand in the mountains and the rest of her body's in the ocean? And then she's just split up like her right hand is in the mountains, but then her body's in the ocean, and that's just a weird thought I never thought I would have. And then we just kind of like laughed and. Cried I hate, over.
3: I hate that even in this moment, I'm like, damn, have I ever talked to you about a series called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've touched upon it, but I don't think we've talked about it.
5: Oh, oh. You know, damn, you have no idea what you've done. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> it's like when someone doesn't know the other person's a vampire and they accidentally say, like, you're welcome or something. I'm hoping. And then you, like, hear the music. You're like, no, I don't think we have. And then I just hear dun-dun. And I'm like, all right, here we go.
4: <laughs>
3: Let's go, baby. <laughs> told you about our Lord and <laughs> say, You dude. know, that's only for one season. Yeah, my brother told me. I was like, yo, okay, okay I'm still, I'm, I'm not going to touch on it too much because otherwise I will talk at length.
1: So to stop you, I will talk
3: at length if I do not curb myself. So all I will (laughs) say is, I recently caught up on the entire anime. You
1: saw the last episode,
3: and i am currently catching up with the with like the current manga, and it is still one of the fucking craziest things I've ever read in my life or watched in my life. I guarantee you, even as ADHD and plot oriented like avid moviegoers and watchers that we are. Because, like, all of us on this podcast watch media a shit ton. Like, most of us, I'm pretty sure, are able to, like, guess the majority of most plots at this point. Mm -hmm. I have never watched something like this where literally every single assumption I ever had in every fucking 10-minute arc, whatever, like, every single turn, every single, like... Like, thing that you think, oh, this is probably what's going to happen. Like, I guarantee you it is not what you think it is.
1: It which is anime it is? this fucking
3: buck wild, JoJo's.
2: And which season?
3: How many All episodes? of them. All six seasons. I've never been able to say that about a single show, and I do mean that about JoJo. It is mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. It is worth watching. If you haven't, do it. It's worth it. Put in the time. It's worth it. Is
4: it, do I need to Crunchyroll yeah. or anything like that? Netflix. It's all on Netflix.
1: Netflix. Okay. Speak, speaking of Netflix, and also before we get to that, I hope, like I've been saying three times, when I dropped out and came back in, I hope all of your audio recorded. Oh, please. So we'll find out when I have to edit. Speaking of Netflix. Just, just double check. Double check that I, you I have... have. to stop recording to God check. Damn
3: it. Okay, never mind. We do
1: not, I do not have the technology to check while recording. God damn it. All right, fair enough. We are not there yet.
3: Fair enough.
4: I mean, what's worth stopping recording just to check or continuing talking and then finding out nothing is recorded, so then we have another lost episode on our
1: hands? It wouldn't be a lost episode, it would just be a lost one minute. Oh, but you did start recording technically, right? It recorded, we're 25 minutes in. Okay, cool. As long as it's still
3: recording. It's still okay. still recording. everyone now. It's just...
1: It's just... It's just... It's, it's, it's just... You know how Discord is. For some reason, they like to... It be fucky-wucky, my guy. Yeah, yeah, very fucky-wucky. Also, speaking of Netflix, what the fuck are y'all doing? You're gonna go away as the... Like the Dodo, also like Blockbuster. If you keep on going on what you're going So on.
3: long, and thanks for all the fish. <laughs>
5: I'm so happy to see it burn. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: <laughs>
1: like, you did not learn anything <laughs> of all of 2021 after the whole Dave Chappelle shit. Now coming out saying, do not share your passwords. And then you want to cut the animation portion of your service where the majority of people subscribe to your service specifically for the animation.
3: Like, legitimately, they made so much when they invested in anime and animation in general on Netflix. And to hear that they're cutting the budget, it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing?
4: Actually, after, like, last year when Arcane came through and, like, fucking swept everyone off their feet.
1: Yeah. Like, what? Is, like, who was behind this decision? Like, throw, you know that meme where it's, like, oh. the person give the idea and they just throw the person out the window?
3: That Fuck needs the per- e. that person needs to be
1: thrown out the window. <laughs> Fuck Elamos, we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, like seriously, like there was a lot of like Bone was supposed to be f- finally animated when that was announced. I was like, finally Jeff Smith's Bone is finally gonna get turned into a fucking series. Ninety more that got cut. Damn. The only reason why I'm keeping my Netflix is for Umbrella Academy. But until I see Umbrella Academy go straight to Blu-ray, buy Netflix. <laughs> like there is nothing there because majority of these other streaming services is buying back their property. The Yo, first. It's funny
3: because now that I think about it, it has been a while since I've actually watched something on Netflix.
1: I stopped. Watching. I I rage quit Witcher. Yeah. I I just. I,
4: I, mean, I only finished like I ha- made physically made myself finish the first season because so many people were like, no, it gets better in like episode seven to nine or whatever the last fucking three episodes were. And then it didn't. And then I was so angry that these people thought this was good. Which I know, obviously, everything's subjective. But like that first season was so fucking god awful. (laughs) It was so bad. And I didn't even bother with the second one.
1: I asked my brother what episodes have the most action in it because I asked it, that's what I found more interesting is how they approach Geralt's abilities and he told me the, epi- the specific episodes like thank you. I jumped to those episodes and I jumped to the episode where I got to see scary or Dandelion in this case because who I know him as, I jumped to that episode and then I stopped. <laughs> He's the best thing about that fucking show.
4: He's the only thing I'm thankful for
1: like the or action the action on point the abilities on point dude um oh my god i forgot his name for game of thrones the red bear dude oh
3: um oh my god um torment fucking
1: i can't we can't Nickel I know we... Marsh, yeah, Nickel. Uh, uh, oh what's his name look we know he's you no know, he, thank you for calling him torment because i know full well we cannot pronounce his actual name his episode. Yeah, I
3: know who you're talking about, but I super don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm so sorry. I'm fucking
1: Googling it because it's going to bug me. His episode of The Witcher of season two was really good. And that is it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the only reason why I'm keeping Netflix, this long winded little mini discussion we we're having on Netflix, the only reason why I'm keeping it because on my birthday, season three of Umbrella Academy.
3: Okay, well, while you go on to
1: Netflix. Drew? Hive Drew.
3: Right, yeah. Like while you're holding on the Netflix, watch JoJo's.
1: I'm never, you know me. I'm never gonna watch JoJo's, man.
3: Watch Jo, dude, dude. You want me to share my screen right now? How many like wallpapers
1: I got of JoJo's right now? You literally <laughs> said you was gonna stop talking about JoJo's. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. you are a for believing me. <laughs> within three minutes, you went circled right back i'm sorry it's taking over
5: that's where the dopamine lies
1: (laughs) (laughs) my i can admit i dropped my anime card years ago (laughs) i am no longer immersed in the world anime like i used to i'll say what when i was like 25 after that it just it died out
3: yo let me have this for this year then
1: (laughs) <laughs> Look, JoJo's is never going to happen. I'm not going to go back to um, Attack on Titan.
3: I'm not even asking you to go
1: to Attack on Titan. I I'm, a... I'm I'm slow burning through My Hero. Okay, yeah. My Hero's My Hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just recently went back to uh, Gundam Wing.
3: I wish I could talk to someone about Attack on Titan. It is good, but I won't make anyone watch it. But it is good.
1: Um, <clears> I jumped back on Outlaw Star. And the only reason why I jump back on Outlaw Star is because of the article of Farskip that you posted.
2: <laughs> I'm just two episodes behind on Tycoon Titan*.
1: Because nice. I know I know Tsunami is showing the final hey, season, right?
3: Hey.
2: It is literally like the only anime I'm watching.
3: Okay. Okay. I think coming from you that is a really great compliment in general. <laughs> because like, isn't it so good?
1: And After I finish My Hero, I'm jumping back on a Sailor Moon.
2: My Hero is so bad to me. And, um... Yeah, Attack of Titan is the only anime that I could even fathom watching. And... Like... Like, I feel like anime these days is, like, so uninspiring and predictable in the way they approach everything, especially My Hero. It's like... Oh, the hero's gonna win! Oh, the hero's gonna live, gonna survive. No one's gonna die. It's like so predictable. Where's the stakes? Where's the dragon? Where's the dragon I'm
1: about to pull a fucking Christian on you right now. See, look. So I'm not gonna spoil, but I will tell you: some motherfuckers do die in my hero, in the manga, and when you get pretty far into the fucking show, people do die. All right, it's not all. It's not all kid friendly. People but die. I, know, I but like
2: non-essential characters, characters I don't really care dude, about. Like, I
1: dude, would
3: like to know how that was pulling a Christian,
1: because <laughs> I want to go full full you, but I know not everyone probably seen it as much as I have, so I'm pulling back to not doing spoilers like I always do.
3: Oh, got you. Okay,
1: I'm actually being respectful for once, and to not. <laughs> pull any spoilers. Let's go into our actual main topic. EA Games. Now it took a minute to get through actual people answering the fucking question. Are we not talking about Ezra Miller? Fuck Ezra Miller. I just thought about it. If we talk about Ezra Miller I'm going to start going into a rant about DC movies. (laughs) Yeah. I was
3: honestly I was mentally preparing before this podcast to hear you rant.
1: (laughs) I just I said about it. We we having a good vibe. Let's not ruin it by talking about this fucker and Warner Brothers and their movies.
3: Fair enough, man.
1: So, EA, we on everybody has a love hate relationship with EA. But EA actually posted some a good thing, and people actually answer these questions. It was um, first game, last game, best game, um, played the most, favorite character, best move the next game there that you want to play, the hardest game to beat, and the best scene in a video game.
3: Are we answering those questions? Or are we reading the popular ones?
1: Well, I pose the question of you all picking your own. Okay. I have my list.
3: We're gonna have to take this question by question because we have not been supplied this
1: list. It's in the bulletin board. Literally, it's in highlighted for everyone to look at it to pick their own stuff in each each category.
3: Oh, sorry, I
1: forgot. (laughs) That's
3: on me. Okay.
1: I can come up with this, though. I got this. Uh, That means one of the very rare times I did a list and I'll go first. First game I ever played, Donkey Kong, which came out in 1981. I didn't start playing until 1988. Damn. That was my first video game. The last game I played, Cyberpunk 2077, the best game. Now, I picked two because I see people do it in EA Courage. I picked two. Now, I did say in the bulletin board that I would not recommend no Mass Effect or Dragon Age games. I would not recommend them. Right, I did not say I was going to not put them in for best game or anything else in this list. <laughs> You're so, like, I'm not going to recommend them. I'm just going to talk about how great they are for a while. I did put for best game Dragon Age Origins. Okay. And then my second favorite best game would be Ghost of Tsushima. You know, that's that's a valid ass choice. And here's something I found out about um, her name is Su- Sumalee Montano. She's the second lead in Ghost of Tsushima. She's the voice actress of the American Inquisitor, and it literally put it in Bioware standards. American Inquisitor, I was like, holy shit, she's in everything. Because I, did, <laughs> I did, then I started doing a rabbit hole on that one voice actress. But um, yeah,
4: she was um, the Turian lady in uh, Mass Effect Three mm-hmm. DLC. I
1: was like, holy fuck, it's awesome. Um, game I played the most. We all know. <laughs> Mass Effect trilogy.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. That Jack, makes that makes
1: a lot of sense. Dragon Age series. Uh, uh. Um, I also put on the list for play the most, Watch Dogs 2, Cyberpunk 2077, and The Sims 3.
3: Okay.
1: You, you want to know the total number of hours I've put clocked in and Steam showed it? Mm-hmm. 500 $1,200. Wow. Wow, dude. I beat out Animal Crossing. In terms of no, total number of hours. Yo, you beat out a lot
3: of people's lifetime record.
1: <laughs> I was like I was like, damn, I played too much Sims 3. And now be- what was that?
2: You've been in a lot of people's lifetimes.
1: Yeah, and
2: For how long you played that?
1: Follow me on Tumblr at Desi's Dead. I may or may not be posting a lot of Sims 3 um screenshots. Wait,
2: well, you still you still play you still have a Tumblr?
1: yeah <laughs> is, it,
2: is, it, is it 2011 again
0: Are, can we cover the tumblr thing we'll get to it <laughs> okay uh,
3: I put my Yo, okay for real i am not shouting out my tumblr
0: <laughs> i don't give. fun understandable
1: um I still um, need to
0: create it since fucking dipshit but twitter on on topic though I'm uh, so sorry, before I... I forget,
5: the only thing to what Benny just said, William showed me a tweet that said, World's Biggest Clown bought Bur- World's Biggest Circus, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so
4: accurate.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saying on topic, favorite video game character, Marcus Holloway from uh, Watch Dogs 2. Um, reason being, the first time I ever, I don't think Ray would agree, but I first time ever I played an actual black main character who is not a gangbanger or a serial killer. Is just um, just a nerd who's a hacker. Who just want to try to do do good for his city. That's the only praise Ubisoft is going to get out of my black ass. Um, best move. I know everybody's probably confused. Favorite move from a video game. I picked Tony Hawk. Because it's something I was able to do when I first started playing it. A 360 vario kickflip. <laughs> nice. Next game I want to play, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. First Turtles game where April O'Neil is a playable character. And it was also announced, Master Splinter is going to be a playable character. I'm all in. Hardest game to beat, believe it or not, Legends of the Dragoon. Hmm. This was the first game outside of Final... uh, RPG I played outside of Final Fantasy. There was no hand-holding. One of the few games where... Certain bosses had more than um, like more than one level health, levels of health, and it had a um, a quick uh, one of the few RPG games from the mid like late '90s, early 2000s with a quick time event in the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, best game scene. This is gonna be shocker. I pick D and D. Best game scene. Yeah. D and D. We all on nerd, We all love D and D. We all hang out. We all click. We all vibe. Who, who's all? <laughs>
4: I was going to say, like, mm, not everyone here, bro.
1: I know not everyone here, but still. still the, the, the majority. The majority.
3: Like, while I appreciate that, I thought it would have been a video game thing specifically.
1: Well, I didn't have a very... Uh, but was, here's the thing. If I was going to pick a scene in a video game, we all know, mm-hmm. it was... I was going to pick Mass Effect, the, the end of Mass Effect, that cheesy-ass grin Shepard has on his face when he, when they're walking from the rubble. And he's like, <laughs> we're Shepard. We're Shepard. And I was like... That'd be too predictable of me to pick that. So I picked D&D. I copped out. I try not to be as predictable as possible. But still. statue. Got gotcha.
3: Dizzy is
1: not predictable. No, Desi is predictable. We all know this. I mean come on. If we're if such we're not such an easy thing to say. One more time. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> I'll show you predictable. You fucking bonnet. <laughs> so Anyone has any games they want to talk about? If not, we can go into the emotional journeys of hilarious d and stories. Oh, dear.
3: Oh, I I almost oh. have my full list uh, uh, written out here. I think I can do
4: a
0: quick one. Please do. It'll, it'll give me a bit longer to process my version of this list. Oh, yeah. I'm having um, to get into this.
4: <laughs> first game.
0: Yeah, hours. <laughs>
4: Uh, I'm going to say it was uh, Clue for me, a board game. Um, if we're talking video games, uh, probably fucking Super Mario World. Um, last game I played was uh, today. It was Animal Crossing because I'm so close to having my museum finally completed. Nice. Um, I need three more pieces
1: of artwork. Um, I gave up
4: Best game Um I guess I'll go Witcher 3 Since can't do uh, Mass Effect or Dragon Age You can
1: I just said we can't recommend it
4: Um I mean Witcher 3 was still fucking Phenomenal The amount of details The amazing Fucking add-ons DLCs Like go three just go fucking love that game just ah, it's so beautiful like the fucking scene where Geralt, Eskel and Lambert are all wearing Yennefer's dresses because they're so fucking drunk that they think to talk to the witches
2: they need oh, to look like witches just oh, don't- I haven't played the DLC yet, but I plan on playing it when they re-release the game um, on the PS five. It's it's
4: just so fun it's so You're
2: goddamn good.
4: Um, <laughs> game I played the most, I actually think it would probably be I've played more of the Dragon Age series than I have Mass Effect. Um Probably especially Inquisition. Um, Favorite character is tough. Um, Yeah. I can't really do favorites. There's too many. Um, Best move? I mean... I really feel like shooting lightning and then, um, hitting, uh, the, um, oh my god, why am I blinking on their names from Bioshock? You hit them with the wrench, like, shock them with the lightning and then fucking hit them with the wrench
1: is just such a
4: (laughs) fucking primo, primo move.
1: Yeah, I've never played any of those Bioshock games.
4: They're Great. I mean, the third one's okay. Um next game i don't know if i really have a next game i think i probably have plans to play spirit fair everyone keeps telling me i need to play
3: that it's one so good. i've played spirit
4: fair yeah so
3: very
4: that's what everyone said so and that there might be some like emotional baggage so we'll see um hardest game to beat i guess that would be the jedi fallen order Because I still haven't finished that one.
3: (laughs) Um, Valid. A lot of people have trouble with that
4: one. And then best scene? I feel like I'm gonna have to go Bioshock again with the man chooses a slave obeys because that was sort of like one of the first games I remember playing that sort of had that like twist. Where you're just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? What is going on? No, 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 no. This is no, what, no, no, and like, it was just, it was so well done, where you just, you had no control, you kind of didn't really know what the fuck was happening until after it was done, and then you were like, oh, fuck, holy shit, and then I just remember putting my remote down and just sort of like, sitting and staring at the TV for a good 15 minutes after that, being like, the fuck, the actual fuck, mm-hmm. yes. Tweety.
1: I'm so I had that same moment with um, the Last of Us, where the um, has anyone played the first Last of Us game? I mean, played through it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have, played I have
0: it. It's on my list. I, I have. Okay, or... I, can,
1: I can't spoil. I, can, I, have... I can't spoil one scene for you. Though.
0: You can because I've seen the whole plot. I watched it on YouTube when okay. it
1: came out. It was the one I in... played through
2: the first one, and the second one, and the DLC. Okay. And I read the comics, and I'm ready to watch the show, and I met the creators of the um, show, a movie.
1: Oh, yeah, we uh, get call. That's awesome. Um, th- sorry, go ahead. And I met
2: the voice actor. <gasps> and I <gasps> have a side poster. I met Troy Baker, yeah.
4: He oh, seems like he'd be so chill. Yeah. That's cool, man. The scene that
1: the scene that broke me in Last of Us is when the brother, when they, when LA and Joel was chilling with the brother, the two, um, the two brothers, and the younger, he had to kill his younger brother, and then he ended up killing himself. That broke me because that it made me put down the controller. I haven't touched it like in three months, and I had to relearn how to fucking play the game to finish it. I was like,
4: "There's just sh-. a lot of scenes in that game that fucking broke me." That I think was the first game that like i truly felt like the apocalypse aspect of it because you know you most of the shit we had was things you know like fallout where it was um you know quote unquote post apocalyptic but like still so much fun and not really like super like, sad uh, about, and depressing it's yeah like
3: living it's it's like what do you do in it mm-hmm. right Try try
2: playing the second game during a pandemic in be, living in the city where the game takes place in.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I is, can't. That's why I've tried, and I, I, keep, I, for doing that. <laughs> I keep putting it back down, because I'm just like, I'm not in the mental space for this.
2: No, nah, I, I dived.
3: In the mental space to play that game.
2: I dived. Base versus that game i live in seattle i was like oh that's where i kissed this one girl oh this is where oh the, i i love seeing the fishes here at this aquarium oh this is where pax is at
4: that's how it was in horizon zero dawn where like you could walk around and then you'd get some of those like um if you found like the certain locations and stuff so like when you could go to red rocks like, I'm like, fucking, I've been there. That's great. This is awesome. So, like,
3: it felt very weird to me playing LA Noir. Because oh, of
1: a lot of I, love that. I love it. I love that fucking game. Oh my God. I didn't put it on the list, but I, I will put it on the recommendation list.
2: That game is very dated. They need to stop <laughs> bringing that game back.
1: <laughs> um,
4: yeah, I don't know if that one's going to be like a remember forever.
1: No. But, um,. There's two. Speaking of Seattle, um, Infamous Second Son.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a fun time with Infamous Second Son. I
1: thought
4: that one was like a lot better than the uh, first two.
3: I really I liked Infamous, and then I didn't like two or three, and I then two. and I like that one.
1: I liked the two more than Infamous. I liked the two and three than I did Infamous one. Really? Yeah. I felt Infamous 2 was more approachable and the enemies wasn't so fucking OP. Mm. I just
4: I hated the fact that like it was so binary. So like you if you committed to being good, mm-hmm. you had to be good like oh, yeah. the whole game. So like even at the end you couldn't be like or if you were even playing bad, but you were like, oh, picking the bad no that sounds really stupid and it's like you don't have enough good karma points to make this decision and I'm like what the fuck is this no this is my decision (laughs) I will
1: will post um, there's a great YouTube documentary on Insomniac on Infamous called Gamers I'll post that link Um, I think you'll like it
3: I remember like Infamous was one of the first games that that made me feel like I really wanted to replay it and I did to replay it to get the other ending
4: like I just remember, some of the decisions were like so dumb. Like there's one where it was like, "Oh, open this valve to get the hot oil
1: sprayed um, on you." That's exactly
4: open the valve to get about. it like sprayed on an old lady, and I'm
1: just like, "Um, what?" Because the interesting thing about um, what I was looking into Insomniac, because they said they don't do when they do three games, they don't they don't pull like um, not Insomniac, um, fuck it. Their different studio
2: <laughs> sucker punch
1: yeah sucker punch there. don't they just do three games and that's it mm-hmm. while some they keep on going back to the same well apparently they might go back and do another infamous and sly cooper before they work on the ghost 2 but i'm like
4: i'm on tiktok way too much because that sound i got three looks and that's it <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> went in my head i'm so sorry
1: that's um funny. Do you have your list? Anyone else who has their list ready? I have my list if you want. Go ahead.
3: So for uh, first game, first like video game that I could legitimately remember playing was Sonic the Hedgehog on Genesis. Not because it was the time. It's because I grew up poor and Latino. So that was what we had. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I just had so much fun with that. I remember very vividly like the whole SEGA like, sound every single fucking time burned into the back of my young mind. <laughs> like, Sonic the Hedgehog was, yeah, it was It was like the first one I could remember. And it's also one of the first ones I remember, like, playing, like, with friends where we'd be, like, sharing the controller and being like, my turn, my turn, whatever. Like, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the last <laughs> game I played um, has been Elden Ring. Still haven't beat it. Mainly just because I haven't had a lot of time to put into it, but I enjoy it so much. Um, For uh, best game, took me like a little bit to to think about it, but it's like subjectively, my my initial gut answer is Halo, but not because of it's the best game. It's because like I just like it's my favorite game to play. But when I think about like the best game I've ever played, I think. I gotta give that to Disco Elysium because it it connects all the aspects of like decision making, randomness, lore, exploration, and customability that I like enjoy in so many different systems. And it's just I, I don't know how to describe it, it uh- is the greatest form of like video game and tabletop game at the same time.
2: I I've just felt like it was it it was a jumbo up message. Like it didn't want it didn't know where it wanted to be. So I didn't enjoy it. I think it's like actually one of the worst games I ever played. Wow. Well I'm just I am just playing I'm just playing. I've never played it. (laughs) Okay. I just wanted to see her reaction.
3: Yeah, no, I mean I'm gonna say difference of opinion, but at the same time it's like yeah, that makes sense if you haven't played it. Then.
2: <laughs> yeah, I never, I've never played it, but I've been interested in playing it. Well,
3: because the thing about the game is that you can customize your character from the beginning in a very similar way as like creating a D and D character, where they give you points and they give you like the the different types of stats, and the stats that you put into your character in the beginning um, don't have to do with like. Your strength or your your dexterity or anything like that. It has to do with how your mind works. Like, okay, you put points into like like um, alertness. Like, are you anxious? Are you like constantly thinking about certain types of things? Regardless, like, are are you a type of like insomniac that will stay awake and like thinking about like the morality of questions? Like, the the stats are are not about like your physical characteristics. It's about how your mind works. Every every person that plays the game plays as the same character, but the character has wildly different lore, connection to the game, connection to the characters around him, and interaction with what happens depending on how you set up your character in the beginning. There, it's like literally no two people played this game the same way. It's it's wild when you get into the deep part of it, and it has like a random like rolling aspect where when you when you try to perform certain actions based off of like your stats the game will roll basically like a d6 for you and just automatically give you the result it's not like you're doing it but it's like it's the they they give you the chance of like okay these are the dialogue options that you have open to you you have percentages of most likely like how how likely are you to fare well with this option if you choose it and that is also percentage based off of like how you built your character. It rolls the D6 and then based off of the D6, it's like, okay, this is how it went. And that's that kind of like, like random aspect, almost like D&D in that way. But it is a detective story in a deep lore kind of like, like not future, like not future, well, semi-futuristic, but like dystopian, not, um, not normal human lore. It's it's just like 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 earth didn't exist like this is just its own full custom everything it's deep and great to play if you've never heard of it and it's not even that expensive it's like I think the game is like 40 bucks and it's always been and, and it been- it what did it get are my you- brain just, just slowly zoom.
2: Okay. are you calling are you calling me broke
3: Christian no not at all I'm saying it's affordable to a lot more people that want to be able to experience the game instead of
1: I'm broke, uh, so I let my brother tie his um, steam account. <laughs> so I'm putting the- <laughs> no shame over here. Fuck it. Well, do we do we have a surprise guest, We do. Tink the cat. She, Tink.
4: she always comes back for attention whenever I'm sitting at my desk here.
3: I take. was it um was the what was the the next part the next part was uh, uh played the most right played the most just terms of hours this one's easy for me to calculate terms of hours uh skyrim mainly i think i've spent more hours modding skyrim than playing it so that's the kind of skyrim mo- like player i am
1: i think that's very universal at this point
3: you know there's some people that play skyrim just to actually play skyrim like what video? is the creepiest yeah. mod you've ever put? Creepiest on you. Yeah. What do you mean by creepy? That's subjective. I mean like
4: I guess creepiest for you. Like weirdest mod, strangest mod, you know. Okay. I remember seeing so many weird shit where like they turned all the dragons into like Thomas the Tank Engine or Randy Savage. I did, I did that. One. <laughs> I think just like movie. seeing that like dead face coming at you is way more terrifying than a dragon. There
3: was there was one where I think I turned like all of the frost giants or um the the fr- um not giants, the frost um trolls. It had turned all of the frost trolls into like oh, what was it again? It was like they it turned them into um oh my god, what's that uh D&D like uh, Tarask. It turned them all into terasques, and then I changed the noise so that way, like when they would attack, it would be like um,
1: <laughs> it would be Homer being like
3: donuts, like as they attack. Like it was like just stupid shit.
1: I crashed my Xbox putting on the overpowered um, magic list, um, magic skill on um, skill set.
3: Nice. <laughs> I-, I
1: had to take I- it off because because uh, I damn near. I fucked them up. I, I never heard the Xbox run so fucking hard.
3: Yeah, I, I've never tried to mod on console, but I've heard it the hell of time. Fun though, uh, I can see, motherfuckers just fly. <laughs> um, for favorite character in a video game, it didn't take me too long. I was about to say Glados, and then I was like, no, Cave Johnson. <laughs> Not even on screen, and still like one of the most memorable parts of Portal Two
4: still have my lemon grenade
3: bunk. <laughs> uh, what is it for uh, best move? Best move, I had to go with, um, just because I'm a bit of an uh, like original series um, Assassin's Creed fanboy, the dual blade kill, um, mm. like jumping down from a rooftop and just literally landing on two uh, guards at the same time. Like, that's still one of, like, the fucking coolest moves that I can think of in a video game that I enjoy doing. Like, it was one of my favorite things, to just jump off of buildings and do that for, like, a while in the game, just for fun. Yeah, like, stealth-stab people was always great. Yeah. Uh, Yay, murder! (laughs) Yay, murder! For the next game I'm uh, I'm gonna play, I want to play LEGO Star Wars, the new one. The complete saga, like, the, the one that has everything in it. You'll love it. I've been, I've been waiting for it, and I'm, like, so excited. I, I put so much time into the original ones.
1: These uh, ma- these motherfuckers put secret boss battles in there now. Yes. You have to find uh, specific people on the map to give you these secret missions.
3: Some, I, 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 uh, I got a buddy that's been telling me, like, um, that he'll bring his Xbox over because he has it, uh, and we should play, like, a, a Lego Star Wars one of these days at my house.
1: Split scene split screen co-op still the thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh for the hardest game to beat. I was almost gonna say <laughs> I, I don't mean to I don't mean to make it sound like what it's gonna sound like. I was almost gonna say Jedi Fallen Order, and then I was like, wait, it wasn't that hard.
1: <laughs> no, nah, I passed it.
3: <laughs> um I like so I went with uh Cuphead. Because that's the one that yeah. honestly frustrated me a shit ton. And took me forever to beat, but I loved it. But it was fucking hard to beat.
1: You want to hear my uh, my gamer confession on that game? Hmm. Never passed the first level. No, have not. And I almost fought my brother because we both played, and it showed me who died. And I was like, "Motherfucker, you supposed to be the better of the two of us. You supposed to be better." <laughs> Cuphead is
3: like my favorite platformer in the recent decade. However, it is fucking hard. <laughs> and for like, uh okay, so for the last thing, the best game scene, I couldn't choose between two of them again. In this one I really couldn't choose between two of them. One because one is just like a scene that's always been in my head ever since I've seen it, Brainworms. And the second one because legitimately it is like one of my favorite scenes in a video game. Uh from first being Halo 2, the return to sender scene, the whole thing where like Master Chief like uh, pushes out the bomb the covenant bomb from the ship and like space jumps with it and launches it into their own ship and like explodes the entire thing and drifts back that whole scene that whole cutscene is like still one of my favorite things
1: he's cut he's trying to catch a, uh, a fly folks no
3: a mosquito sorry mosquito um, <laughs> and <laughs> for for the other thing that I couldn't decide between that because the other one is mainly nostalgia but, like, my favorite scene that I could think of still is the ending of Red Dead Redemption. The first one.
1: Ooh. Like,
3: John Marston no. in the barn coming out and, like, knowing what's going to happen. And you get that last moment of every Deadeye that you can get before you just get riddled in that fucking board. Do you
4: know how many times I reloaded that goddamn game thinking that I could beat them?
1: Yep. Have you passed Red Dead? 2? Because I was like, "No way in hell, I have not." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get tissues ready for yourself. Uh, man. If you, when you pass Red Dead Two, just get tissues for yourself. It's on par as Red Dead. Ugh. Oh God. Oh, and God. the music but, is yeah. the fucking music is. But you see what I mean
3: about why that's the get best game scene to me, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Neither that made me cry.
3: Like that shit. Ugh. That shit literally. Like like Benny said. That had me reloading the game being like, no, I'm fucking up. There's no way. There's no way that's how it ends. I'm fucking yeah. up, right? I have to and be
4: then, <laughs> It's because we then played as his son and exactly. his son was just nowhere near as cool as him that I was like, this game fucking sucks. Like, it's not. It's a great game. <laughs> I was like, look like,
3: like, his mustache. The fuck. This guy sucks. He's stupid.
4: I don't like him. I hate that he's the one that killed this man, not John. God
3: damn it. And then on top of that, every time you skin an animal with him, like, he's just like, just like you taught me, dad, or some shit. Like, he's always mentioning his dad, and he's just like, come on, man, like, stop! Stop reminding us that you're not him! Like,
4: okay, I realize how hard it is to find, like, well, I don't want to say it's hard to find, like, good voice actors, but, like, the voice actor they got for John Marston was so great, and then the fucking guy they got to play his adult son was so terrible, like
3: it was like the game's how? over how how back and play the the zombie thing <laughs>
4: oh, oh my god the fucking zombie one was so goddamn funny the conversations the he would have with his zombie wife and child just yeah the
3: the whole zombie dlc was one of those things where i was actually like this is some really good dlc oh my god when i remember the first time i caught one of the
4: fucking and horses of the apocalypse i'm like you're so beautiful I can't get rid of you
1: oh man Jason, you have a list
0: i will be honest it's kind of hard to say because um while i have played a lot of video games i am the kind of person that will hyper fixate on a video game and play it for like five hours and then never touch it again um that so would... if we're if we're looking at it, there's a couple answers to the game I've played the longest. I've only played one game that I can think of from start to finish, and that is Borderlands Two.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, can oh I wait,
0: promise? no, that is a lie. There are two games I also played: Left for Dead Two,
3: start to finish. Okay. Can I can I add a third one in there that I know you finished?
0: Ah, Boyfriend Dungeon as well. Oh Boyfriend my god! Dungeon. If we're going by man hours, Boyfriend Dungeon is probably the video game that I've clocked the most hours in, if we're talking games in general, I have 100% clocked the most hours in the uh, iCivics.org games. Um, <laughs> I and uh, not going to lie, I have so many fucking points on my iCivics.org account. It's stupid. I loved those games in middle school. <laughs> as well as the, like, Flash games like Papa's Pizzeria and shit. I was devastated when they took down Flash. Oh,
3: God. Um, did anybody here use Miniclip? No. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Early thousands internet thing. Damn.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm, I think I'm in that in-between where either none of you were playing those games because they were like too young for you, or none of you were playing those games because you didn't have access to the internet yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or... We just didn't play them at all. Okay,
3: think of it this way: it's like new ground, but for like twelve-year-olds.
1: Then that would be in my brother's age group because he's—he just, I think he's just now thirty-one. I was also. But I will player. say,
4: <laughs> for Borderlands Two, the Tiny Tina's D and oh.
3: D dungeon. Want to play?
4: So good. I've Not been fun. eyeing it, but it, it, video games are just expensive. They, yes. are. they are, but if you love D&D, you will absolutely love a, a I DLC. Will, yes. I will add
0: it to my list for when I get my PS4 back.
3: Yo, I literally have now. I'm looking at it, I literally have Alduin above my desk right now.
4: Yes. <gasps> oh, the good old fucking collector's edition.
1: Yeah. Right? Hey, Ray, do you have a list? Or okay. are you just vibing?
2: Okay, so buckle up. Oh, God. Buckle up, get ready. Get ready. My first game was a combo pack. It was Duck Hunt and Super Mario Bros.
3: Nice. That's the
2: only game I can remember. My earliest game for the NES. Um, you know, always to pick up a gun and shoot ducks. Now, every time I see a duck, I, <laughs> I get flashbacks.
4: Oh, my God, with that dog no, laughing I- at you, if you
3: miss. Yeah. I can still was off the TV.
2: <laughs> um the last game I played uh does this have to be the last game you beat or is this, uh... just just the
1: last game you played?
2: Um it might have been FIFA or Cyberpunk. So I'm playing that the best game, best game bear with me here now. The best game is the Last of Us Part 2.
3: Okay. Okay, I Hey, okay. I have
0: to respectfully disagree.
3: <laughs> I'm
0: not even going to get into that one. I just, I don't know. Nope. So, why
3: part two over part one?
2: Please, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely interested to hear Jason's opinion. Um, Why part one over part two? Okay. Multiple reasons, better graphics. Um, the story was much more interesting. Much more nuanced than complicated. I explored complicated a complicated theme and it also makes the um makes the what you call it, the player um learn sympathy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um it did an interesting way of storytelling. Which now people it was it was it that they they set out to tell a story and they accomplished that story. They knew they was gonna lose people along the way, but they didn't care. And I appreciate it for that. Hmm. Interesting. I, like
0: people- I can understand that. I just get very emotionally attached to characters, and I don't like major twists like that. It's just- I <laughs> didn't get like too far. They deserve happiness. That's all.
4: But that's one of the Does things he? we do appreciate about both the first game and this one is to show the just how complicated people are that they're not wholly good they're not wholly yeah. bad um and no. joel was definitely very much a gray character
3: yeah very yeah. Much,
4: i mean i still sobbed uh and refilled my wine glass at that certain point in last of us 2 where i was like okay we're just gonna put this down just a little bit, and maybe not ever come back to this again. Okay, bye. Um,
3: <laughs> and they say yeah. that games aren't monsters. Movies when they elicit emotions, in us.
4: I also uh, like just even like not even like getting into it. The full backstory, I still don't know, but I'm also just like knowing Joel from the first game. Like I did. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that motherfucker deserved this. <laughs> like. <laughs> I just would not be surprised. Um, so we'll see how my emotional stability is to finally finish that game.
0: I can't wait to actually get to play The Last of Us. Actually, I have it, but I don't have my PS4. And I, need I also have Infamous Seconds on um, and Uncharted 4 and a whole bunch of other fucking games. <laughs> I, should,
1: I think that should be the title of the podcast, until I get my PS4.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: My poor boyfriend listens to this
0: podcast. He's gonna see that and feel bad. <laughs> I've been telling him to. to en- I've been telling him to enjoy it while he has it because he also really wanted to play those games. Like he, he's probably finished Infamous Second Son by now. Um,
3: Episode should be called the, good, the
4: bad day. and the pixelated. Um, yeah. That's sure. a clever
2: title. So I feel like The Last of Us has transcended storytelling for video games. Mm-hmm. You know, like it now, like storytelling for video games is like reached a new plateau where mm-hmm. other games have to reach that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it proves that uh, video games is a legitimate platform for stories to be told. It's not just clicking buttons. It's also, um you know, evoking emotions and feelings. Um, like,
4: even that ending, the first, the ending to the first game, like, was very similar to, you know, that one scene in Bioshock, where it's like, you realize, like, as the player, you're control, like, you are not in control. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs>
4: you have good. no choice in this matter, and you're like, God, holy fuck. Like, and it's just, yeah, one of those, like, amazing ways to do That's that and good. tell a great story
2: yeah and yeah yeah that's good because like a lot of these games rely on the gimmick of like choose your own adventure choose this but in reality there's only like like two paths kind of thing it's like okay i can make a decision but like yeah it's still gonna end up killing the guy you know you know what i'm saying like mass decisions. like i'm still gonna kind of get the same ending um, so. they
4: allow your character to fuck up, to be imperfect and not be like just. I mean, it's fine every once in a while, but it's just very boring to be like this amazing badass that just like, you know, kills things like so easily at the drop of a hat. You know, it like that to that for me personally gets very boring if the character is like such a rigid like structure and super OP they um, need to be
1: some fallible like they need to be fallible like they, they have, like, like you said Joel is a very great person because you know his actions in the first one will have repercussions and that's what we got out of ones too so like it, it, character growth
2: just the fact of the matter is like these people aren't like invincible superheroes and They're not like morally sound or like they don't have to be And that's the beauty in the writing. They just like humans going throughout their lives that intersect some people have opposing You know how we have opposing opinions. Some people have opposing goals that conflict with each other and that ends up being messy and life is messy And so this game, you know depicts that beautifully by how it shows the stories and how these characters conflict with each other. I think they like put so much detail in the game. You could tell like when people like characters have gone through the trauma. Some characters have gone through some psychological um issues or like stuff like that. Like the um like the character um I forgot her name. Abby. The character Abby, you know, she she pushes people away. I'm not spoiling anything, but like she pushes people away for a certain reason and for a certain goal. And so would you say she has a real mean swing?
4: Um,
2: no, I'm not saying that. What's <laughs> yeah, she? Is? Yeah, you you how that she is. Of course, she has like a crazy swing with those arms of hers. Like you can assume that. Oh my that. god! But anyways, um, it's just amazing. I just love the story. It's I cannot stop speaking about it enough, and everyone's gonna find out when the HBO show comes out. Honestly, very excited for that. Okay, after that, let's see what's next. Um, played the most. Um, I'm basic. Um, I like to go home. Um, (laughs) see my see my kids, kiss my wife, then go back to the couch and start playing FIFA and B two K. Like I, I, I just like shutting my brain off after work. You know, I just like. Oh, I don't have the capacity to play any games right now. But like, NBA just comes seamless to me. FIFA comes seamless to me. Even though I'm playing against other people, like it's become a muscle instinct at this point hmm. um to yeah. play people. Um,
1: Are you giving people those yeah. hands? What's up? Are you giving people those hands?
2: Oh, definitely. And just to clarify, I do not have kids and a wife. No. I was just fine. <laughs> um, let's see what.
3: Right. I would like to clarify I have neither kids nor a wife. Because
1: <laughs> if you did, you wouldn't be on this podcast.
2: <laughs> Favorite character? Oh my goodness. I don't know. Maybe There's Lee from many. The Walking Dead? Maybe Lee from The Walking Dead? He's pretty good. I like how he is a character that's, like, looking for redemption in different ways. And um, I don't know how many of y'all played the um, first season of Walking Dead.
1: That's the first.
4: only season I played.
3: A chunk of the first season.
4: Because, again, feelings.
2: You know, it's just, like, he got, he got a chance to start. Um, his circumstances didn't make him into the first. His circumstances didn't define him. Yeah. You know? What happened didn't define him and he took this as an opportunity. Not took it as an opportunity, but it was a way for him in this new world to show that people like him deserve a chance. And mm-hmm. he found that chance to clementine. And when he met this little girl, it changed him as much as it changed her. So it it, it was it's it's a beautiful story and I highly recommend playing it. For Lee, does experience his character? Experience how he reacts to things? Experience how he makes his decisions? How you make the decisions for him as Lee? Um, Another good character, I would say Ellie. I think Ellie's a good character. That's one of the last of us. Especially in the second um, game, she goes to this evolution. Um, I'm not saying she's a good character because of her actual character. You know, her character is very flawed, especially through this game. But you get to see all different parts of her, her romantic side, her vengeance side, her violent side, her compassionate side, um, her PTSD side, her, you know, her um, traumatic side. You know, it, it just, you get to see all these different parts of her. The reason why she's a good character, because all these different parts of her is fleshed out, and no mm-hmm. other video game character has ever been before.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, there is a actual complex feeling being in there.
2: Yes. Exactly. And, like, you can, like, if you played Last of Us, Last of Us, um, American Dream, the, um, the DLC, um, and you read the comics, you'd be like, oh my gosh. Ellie's been through all this BS and all this trauma and she's still going, she still believes in hope and and you can kinda of see why she's fueled in the way that she is from mm-hmm. learning her story. Um, so I'm gonna go with those two characters for now. I'm sure there's different characters I would say that was my favorite. Um, if I was given more prep time. Um but yeah, those are my characters, those bunch of which is um, best move? Best move in a video game? I say golf swing. Mm-hmm. A certain golf swing. That was the best move. (laughs) No, no, no. I think the best move... Okay, I got multiple best moves. Like, when you play The Last of Us
1: multiplayer, you throw a smoke bomb. There's
4: a couple different, like, golf swings you could be talking about. Yeah, because
1: I was like, (laughs) what what specific golf swing? I'm talking
2: about BGA Tour. (laughs)
1: yo that i was thinking about that i was not my mind did not go there my mind went to my mind went to murder i
3: actually played a lot of pga tour my mind
1: my mind went to murder as well
4: you know what another great move is uh is when you're playing a mage in dragon age 2 and you do like the ground the earthquake move and then the lightning move on top of them because everyone like all your enemies fall to the ground and so then they're like stuck on the ground and then you do like the lightning storm power thing and then it electrocutes them and it's fucking phenomenal cosmic power.
2: So <laughs> so the next best movie is like when you take a shift in The Last of Us and multiply and you just gotta go behind someone and just dab them and then don't expect it. and It's just like this little animation that you hold them for a bit they just, like, stabbed them. It's, like, so... It's a third-person game, so it's even more embarrassing when it happens because you can, like, look behind you and see someone coming up behind you. But the fact is that you wasn't aware of your surroundings so badly, you allow someone to sneak up behind you. to get so intimately close to whisper, hey, look behind you. It then stab you. Like, it's the worst. Um, um,
4: that totally reminded me of um, in Dishonored... Uh, I remember I was playing, like, my no-kill playthrough, and so, you know, you can do, like, the choke-out maneuver and then hide the body, but I did that, but it wasn't until I got to the end of the level that I realized, like, um, in one of the times, like, I threw this guy in a dumpster, and that apparently, like either threw him hard enough that he died because like there was one person I killed in this level and so then I had to reload and play the whole level all over again because I was like I gotta do this no kill thing and then um had to be very careful to like, gently uh place people down on the ground and not throw them mm-hmm. in dumpsters
1: I tried so. to do that for Dale Sex. after the third time I was like alright fuck this everybody gotta die
2: and um, the last movie is like Demon Souls backstab. Oh my goodness! Like when you enter a player's game and you completely dominate them, knowing that you they lose all the experience. Uh, 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 I mean, they lose every point of experience that that they earned in currency from you killing them for the first time, and it's just a backstab. There's no better feeling in the video game than that, I promise you. Like, knowing the anguish that they're going through to <laughs> that you just gave them and put them through feels so amazing. And those are the best moves. Except, except with Master Chief... Not, not Master Chief, but Commander Shepard is dancing on a cytoldone. <laughs> it, it's dancing the club, you know.
4: It depends on which one, because, like... First Mass Effect moves was just him dancing around back and forth, <laughs> like this. At least in like the second and third games,
3: he used some
2: artistry. I think I going to go with the first.
3: <laughs> Ray, I uh, I sent you, uh, I sent a photo enchant for you. See.
2: That's
1: that's all you. Fo- that's your list, Ray.
2: Well, next game is going to be new games are coming out? The next okay. game is gonna be Cyberpunk because I'm playing that right now.
1: Okay.
2: Um Hardest to Beat is gonna be um Hardest to Beat is gonna be Nigeria Fall Fallen Order. I I don't know why I had so much problems with that. Because I feel like it's very not not easy. Yeah, not, not easy. A- I just think like I do like everyone told me don't go on the red planet. Don't go on the red planet. So I avoided the red planet. Went there last, and that's why I didn't have that bus issue.
3: Ah. Um,
2: but it was still hard. It was still hard. But like I, I went through that game pretty, you know, well, too much heartache. Um, yeah. But the hardest game for me was um, on top of my head is going to be um, Lion King.
1: Yes, you want to talk
4: about? No, PTSD? I know exactly what you're talking oh about. My God. Oh, yeah. The fucking, like, was it NES or Super Nintendo? I
2: think it's SNES. No, no, I played on on Sega. Yeah. Oh, that shit was fucking...
1: That shit was hard. And then having to hear the fucking music over and over and over when you had to replay a level.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. I
1: just can't wait to beat. this shit.
3: Like, I know it's but why does that really hardcore remind me of like Kingdom Hearts when you're fighting, uh, what's his name, the dude from Tarzan? Oh, like, uh, Clayton. Clayton yeah, like every time you die, which happens constantly, you have to rewatch the entire. <clears throat> cut dude.
2: Scene. Um. <laughs> yo, Christian, where did you put the picture for me to look at?
3: Uh, multiverse. Let's see,
2: multiverse. Why can't I see? Oh, there. Are... Why was it grayed out? Oh, damn. Okay, throwback. Oh, shit.
3: For some reason, I really used to play PGA a lot. I'm pretty sure somewhere around here, I also have 08 and 09. Oh, my goodness.
2: (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, my gosh. Bear with me. Please, please, please. For The last one. Best scene. This is so fucking hard. I'm gonna go through multiple scenes with you.
4: Hmm,
2: Excellent. But... Uh, never mind, I can't because you haven't been the game, either, but like, okay. oh my gosh.
4: Do you need me Last to like take part. my headphones off real quick?
2: I, I, don't, think, I don't think I'm going to spoil it. I don't think I'm going to spoil it completely. It's just like, we can't, we can't we play it. play, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, Last of Us Part 2, classic oh. scenes between uh, Joe and Ellie, where oh. just back in time, and like how they place these moments in the game mm. is so hard though. You know so you could like even like Feel the hatred you have For these characters Because of that moment you just felt with Ellie And so Like I don't know how far Did you make it to the game?
1: Um I got to California Oh I don't, shit, know that's I, close to him. I
4: don't think I got that No I got it was I think after one of the first biggest Cities last thing I remember It was like one of the first areas After the uh whole event, and her and her girlfriend were, um...
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, it just, like... So yeah, it wasn't really, very far. <laughs> just, like, we reload- were just talking.
4: Oh, I remember the exact scene, because I kept dying, and then it would just reload at that exact scene. Um, it was in the elevator going down, and it Ooh. opened into the flooded, um, Yikes. parking garage. And it was, like, all of the clickers were there um, as uh, soon as the elevator opened, and I was just, uh, like, immediately dying. And I was like, I'm gonna take I, a break from this, and then that was uh,
2: 18 months ago. I low-key want to play this game again, but, like, because I'm going through all these feelings and emotions, and, like, story beats again, like, knowing how great this damn game was, and, like, how intentional these the creators were when they placed these scenes in the game. Like, um... There's these flashbacks of, like, Joe and Ellie together. And, like, it deepens their friend. It deepens their relationship. And it de- also um, shows a rift. And, like, it shows, like, how... I don't, I, I What I'm going to say is that, like, these scenes in Last of Us Part Two, I can't um, go into detail because Benita hasn't played it.
1: And Jason hasn't it
2: played it plays on your heartstrings so much and like evokes your emotions, make you think a certain way that you actually see the motivation behind Ellie's revenge and why she's driven towards it. And in the fact that it turns it upside down on you. Um towards the I end was, and why
4: one of the things I loved about it because again it just shows like the very human aspect of complicated relationships like thankfully with my therapy you know I'm coming to terms with the complicated relationships in uh, my life but it's like yeah it's just it's very weird to sort of be like in this spot of like loving a person who's not great and who has hurt you and harmed you Ooh. but like it's still like
1: speaking there you know speaking yeah. of um, familiar heartbreaks and people who are supposed to love you just emotionally ruin you. We've been teasing for the last two episodes. <laughs> Jason.
2: <laughs> oh
1: dear Wait, God. wait, Ray, were
4: you done? Well, yeah, were you or done before,
2: you
1: before, you, before we Jason?
2: Yeah, I still have more. All right. it's just like it wasn't will, it, it wasn't just that, but either that like just it is part of that too. But The thing is though, it's your internal emotions too. Mm. It's your projection too. It's your it's you lying to yourself in the kind of way. It's just like it, it, it dives deep in those type of emotions, that. That's why I think it's very important for you to actually play this game and beat it. So you can see that like, wow, this is actually what this is about. This is what was going on internally with her. This is why she was so um obsessed with this, no matter what so i highly recommend going back playing it give it your all just shut everyone out C- close the door from your cat so your cat can come in and try to call up with you <laughs>
3: um
2: mute your mute your phone so you don't get any text from me desi christian jason or Ozzy. Like, leave the world behind and dive deep into this world. I know you're going to, like, it, it's, not like it. easy, it's not an easy game to dive deep into, but do it. You owe yourself a wonderful and absolutely amazing story. I know people tell you that, like, oh, I don't like it because of this, that, that, that. It's because that it doesn't make any compromises. Mm-hmm. That's why they feel that way. And they're, they're, they're um, valid in their opinion. What they're validating is what I appreciate about this. Yeah. So, please, please. I'm done.
1: I, I will say this. I, like I said, I only stopped at California. But I did finish watching on YouTube. Um, i watched the rest on YouTube. And I do agree with everything that Ray is saying. Because it's, it's, it's what you don't normally get out of video games. and And I think that's a good thing where you get an actual story that plays like a movie that you actually play in this like a movie and you're just like seeing what ellie's going like i'm not trying to repeat everything what ray said and i'm not trying to spoil anything but i can admit i can admit this out of 20 even though i gave ghost of Tsushima the top spot i'll give um in the top five from 2020 i put last of us two right under ghost of Tsushima. nice very nice and now one jason dean has the floor
0: okay okay so, I think the last thing I covered that, that I can remember was the session where you took my brother back to the hotel. <laughs> oh, That is the-, is the last thing I can <laughs> recall talking about here.
4: That is true. Yeah. So, since well, then... Oh, a your little bit of torture.
0: Um... There was an episode of a bunch of touchy-feely shit with all of the characters. Um, My brother, one of my brothers, uh, Kaldor, specifically, um, kindly informed me that uh, our dad was lying about a whole bunch of shit. Um, Yeah, I... May have completely shattered the image he had of our father, which was heartbreaking in and of itself. Thank you, Christian, for your excellent role play. I don't know if I hate you or love you for it.
3: You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Either way. <you laughs>
0: hey,
3: as much as I hate Joffrey, I love the actor because he made me fucking hate him. Bell. Mm.
0: Uh, Kaldor is safely out of the city, not dealing with our father's bullshit because he deserves happiness. Um, uh, god. After that, um, we went and did some pirate shit. Um, where we actually found one of the characters from the end of arc one, uh, who got kidnapped by Solomon. And then there was that fun little twist where this character that everyone knew from the beginning of campaign one for a a bit ends up being my fucking sister my older sister whom i don't really know because she was allegedly off doing some hoity-toity rich girl shit but apparently was off fighting a dragon and plotting to kill a pit beaned and our dad before I did which is great to know she's on our side that rallies a total of three out of four siblings against dad which is great it's a great ratio um, it's just a whole big family reunion the for poor Elaria, and it's full of emotion and it all of it is building up to me absolutely murderizing our dad and I can't wait it's going to be great. Right.
3: Yo, Maybe
0: little... then I will have a moment of peace.
3: <laughs> y'all, y'all got a good taste of murderizing this last uh, this last episode.
0: Oh yeah, it was needed.
3: Yes, there. Okay. I... Mm-hmm.
4: I've been meaning to ask you this. Oh, or
3: right. A couple weeks, weeks now. Um,
4: I mean, I was. I need to figure <laughs> out what happened in this rest of this last episode, but that's totally fine. But. I just want Jason's personal opinion on the little gift they got of the coffee cup, because that was like one of the first it's gift great. ideas I came oh. up with. So Okay. I just was I like don't I don't know
0: I don't know if it's been talked about here about Ilaria's coffee addiction.
1: We haven't um, talked about that.
0: And I know it hasn't been covered probably that we're gonna become pirates. Um, in order for Ilaria to survive on the open sea with this gaggle of idiots she's traveling with, she's going to need caffeine. (laughs) And the fact that you gave her a cup where all you have to do is deposit a coin and
1: it makes iced coffee,
0: that literally, you just
4: saved her goddamn life.
1: I think the new episode title should be gaggle of idiots.
4: (laughs) That'll be yeah. That'll be your just pirate
3: group. are <laughs> just. It's not the rejects. It's the gaggle, gaggle of
1: idiots.
4: And then you'll just have a gaggle of flags. Like uh, oh, yeah. our flag means death. Everyone comes up with their own flag design, and it'll be great.
3: Yeah, Petunia steals your soul. <laughs>
4: I, I like
1: how everyone. She does
4: have knives for claws. Everyone knows this.
1: Yeah, I like how everyone has a different interpretation how the group is.
3: <laughs> Max is like uh, uh, the, the, this amazing adventuring party. The 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 rejects. Ilaria is coming in this gaggle of idiots.
1: After this, after see, this past that, Sunday, that
0: I, is absolutely how Ilaria would see it, though.
1: After this past there Sunday, there
0: are a collective six brain cells
3: in this group, and she holds no. like four of them. Do y'all want to fill in Benny on what they missed?
1: Okay, so this is key. We was all working in in secret, in in that secret. I cannot fucking pronounce it. I'll say harmony.
3: Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh Bring your
3: its best.
1: Yes, because Jace was literally leaving. Me and Mouse jumped right into the water. We figured out they're moving.
3: Jace, by the way, I was the there
4: up until uh, Shark Boy showed up. Okay. Who I didn't get uh, what their name was. So that's why I just called them uh, Shark Kalash. Kalash. Kalash?
3: Yeah. No. Uh, K e l a a s h, Kalash. Kalash Okay. I really wanted the last name to be Nikov, but it, it it's not. It's
1: it's. I I think Jason. Yes, it is D D talk from now on for like a good ten more minutes. If you want to bounce, it's all fine. <laughs> thank thank you, Ray, for joining us. Hope to see you back next week.
3: Thanks, for...
4: Have a
1: good one, bud. Um, It started with Savage, may I please string him up? And I was like,
3: yes. Yeah, Savage <laughs> strung him up on the deck.
1: I uh, looted the, the body.
3: By, by the way, Benny knows what I had planned for Jace.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, let's get to the good part. So we found this special gun which you probably already know. So Maxon loots a gun
3: off of Jace, a very specific gun.
1: Savage went first, broke their nose. Savage
3: mm. tried to fire the gun and broke their nose in the process. Like they they fired T- a gun before, no. let alone this kind of a weapon, and literally was like with the rolls and everything, bah, and fucking broke their nose.
1: Trying to aim for his dick. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Eye mm-hmm. shot. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me shoot him between the eyes. <laughs> shot him between the eyes. Killed him. Maxim shot Jace between battery. the eyes. For, and lo- logged this in. First time I shot a gun in d d So I was like... And
0: oh, then L.A.R. comes out.
1: Like a badass.
0: Give me that, like, 360 no-scope type shit. Just absolutely destroys this man's dick.
1: Nat yeah. shot it off. Who did? Jason. Alaria Jason. shot Jason's dick it off. With a Nat 20.
0: I mean, it makes sense. Technically speaking, Alaria is the most practiced
1: yes. out of gun users. Very much so.
3: Yeah, the way it was described was, uh, like, Alaria rolled their Nat 20, and... It hit what they were aiming for, and the next moment, all you heard was a on the deck. <laughs> That's so, so funny.
1: And hey, we left them strung up.
3: He was <clears throat>
1: dismembered.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: sounded like he was pretty well in doubt, though. I mean, you gotta if have to the bit
3: hole to do the shit that you do. I mean,
4: if he made that, that plop.
0: <laughs> oh my god and then we made a whole bunch of money off of them that's the best
3: part
1: yeah they looted the ship and got like 40 thousand gold and we pulled a my uh our flag means death on them it was like at least we got oranges I literally the camera was up I just turned away because Harley I I wish they saw me I turn back to the screen oranges you say
3: <laughs> <laughs> like literally it is in the notes. That they have three <laughs>
1: barrels of oranges. Or, uh, or specifically, hey, of a barrel Savage was like, what if they get scurvy? Fuck them! That was my response. What about the scurvy? <laughs> Fuck them! Two of them was, uh, jumped off the ship. I just yelled out, we know what you look like! And then Savage, I remember Savage and Mouse was like, yeah, we know what you look like! <laughs> so, those two seamen... Somewhere in the city, probably I know
3: what he's not saying is uh, they scared the crap out of the remaining members of the crew. Some people jumped ship into the harbor directly, and the other ones ran in back into the city and renounced the sea.
4: Okay, thank Uh, thank you. Two is very confusing because it just made it sound like a savage uh, jumped ship.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. sorry, sorry. It was, it was, it was a that I would say as a group. The most controlled chaos we ever did.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Con- it was very controlled. It was. I was like, "This is fun." I think we did say, "What would you like us to do, uh Gadio?" And we we're like, "Just take him out." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Yay! <laughs> we took everything." And we left one dude pinned to the ship. Um, two is in the stockades with no oranges. And one is tied to the helm, having to. And he has Jace right behind them, strung up with the dick literally right behind them. Floating. Oh, and
3: um, you specifically took that man's uh, hat, pirate hat, gave it to Mouse, yeah. and took his hat so that way you can make sure he sunburns on his way back.
1: Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yep. Yep, it's the little details. I gotta keep track, you know. Yeah. They make... oh, we destroyed the cages because mouse um because I think uh, mouse and savage were like what's the like mouse literally out loud said I was stuck in the cage. We all was like,
3: oh, that came later when the entire party decided to go get drunk. Yep,
1: yeah. we was like, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. We never
3: forgot about that. The second half of the session was spent getting drunk.
1: Um, but we did destroy the cages from Antiva. Um, and, my, and I think Savage outright acts like. What's what is like so special about these cages? I just mm-hmm. gave him the quick version. My blood can open that cage. <laughs> Smash. Smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smash. I was like.
3: But That's
1: that was so that, that was fun though. I uh, mm. And learning the and mecha- <laughs> even though it was quick, learning the mechanics of using a gun, I can tell you this, I might say I might just give Alaria my rifle. Fuck it. <laughs> There's enough oh. mechanics I need to learn. And I'm still learning. I'm just gonna just straight up give Ilaria my gun, with the extra um, ice bullets. <laughs> you didn't Ellaria like that D6, did you? So many guns. I think we could we, we could have in a I'm bar that's like the Punisher.
0: That would that would make three guns that Ilaria would have.
1: And that would make you our D equivalent of the Punisher. I've had just the scene from Full
4: Metal Jacket's going through my head right now where it's like this is my rifle, this is my gun, this is for shooting,
3: this is for fun. Why am I just picturing why <laughs> am I just picturing literally like the Punisher show, but in every shot it's just Jason's head. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just hardcore picturing the scenes with like Jason who's like <laughs> It's
0: Honestly, so funny that Ilaria is like kind of a badass because I myself would not be able to do any of that. Like, in terms of like the daddy issues and stuff, that's definitely kind of self inserty But Ilaria being cool,
1: nah. <laughs> that, nah was, that ain't me. In those two <laughs> sessions, those fight pirate fight sessions, you got you, Dora, and Mouse got the best kills out of all of all of all of us. You was Olivia literally you has was, an official kill count now. Yeah, you literally sniped people from a distance.
3: With a handgun.
1: <laughs> so Yeah. And you shot someone's I
3: mean, dick on
0: That's pretty good eyesight. You know
3: I mean? Elven
1: weapon training. Yeah.
3: yeah. What happens when an elf picks up a rifle?
1: <laughs> I'm so glad I got I have somewhat of good note taking skills That I remember what other people got Yo for real Cause I would have been mad Cause one like we said me and Oz was like We thought Jace was soul But as soon as we heard the word human We was like fuck it kill him
3: (laughs) You were like so convinced that Jace was soul Yes
0: I'm so fucking glad he wasn't I don't need more family members currently I have I wa- enough of them.
1: I was going to ask, if Jace turned out to be Sol, would... That is a good question. Would Alaria and Deva, would Sol be killed right there and then?
0: I'm not sure. I don't think he would be immediately killed. He would probably be, the like, state. Yeah, hey, uh, I don't think
3: Deva would want to immediately kill him.
0: And, uh, questioned first. And then, when he turns out to be just as much of a, a shitbag of our dad... Uh, then he would probably get murderized.
3: I'm not going to lie, is one of my favorite characters to RP.
1: <laughs> I think this is like one of the few times we can have a back and forth. because <laughs> like Maxine and Deva have a back and forth.
3: Like Maxine and Deva actually have a back and forth.
1: The way it's that I like you, but you do too much shit. <laughs> It's like, yeah. <laughs> like I, he's like the
3: second most done with your bullshit. Only, yeah. only trumped by. Oh my god! I made the character, and why am I forgetting her name? Um, the Thieves Guild. Halia. Thank you, Halia. Thank you. I made the damn character and played it for so long. Like the only person that is more done with your bullshit than Deva is Halia. But I think at towards the end... Well, don't forget Delius. Yeah, but Delius is still, like... But the... I, but Delius doesn't have to deal with you. That's the thing.
1: But the, I think what is good, though, and I, I made sure to do that at the end of the campaign... Well, at the start of campaign, too, was repair those bridges that I pretty much fucked up with Helia and Delius. Yeah, and you're not wrong.
3: Like, it is working. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, character interaction, of yeah. having that back and forth... Mm-hmm. That's, I'm pretty sure why.
1: Like, um, I'm pretty sure, since it's been two months since they've been in Fandlin, I'm pretty sure Maxon is, like, expecting a huge, large fucking coin. It's been four. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, Maxon's not going to get all of it. If Maxon gets in the middle of all this, I can see Dora being like,
3: Excuse me, we have a daughter at home.
1: Like, here. (laughs) <laughs> that's why I made that decision it was when we got to the second half I made the conscious decision and don't get none of the money but he split he put the in the in the guild funds we have and then each member got 1500 and Maxson did not get any cause he knows it's just gonna go right to his wife so he just like bypasses like here you go <laughs> so I was like okay I'm, I'm probably not gonna do that and I think I think next session should be everyone getting their pirate clothes, and Alaria should have our family reunion.
4: Mm.
1: That's what I feel should be, What should happen.
0: Well, Caldor is a bit of ways away. Yeah.
1: I think between your younger sister, but we could
0: reunite the the sisters.
1: Yeah, and I can just not be in that in the middle of that because <laughs> I think your younger sister actually likes Maxon, and Maxon hasn't went full asshole, so it's good to keep that momentum by having mm-hmm. him not physically there.
3: Maxine's like, let me not fuck up my rapport with your other sister, because she hasn't gotten enough time to spend with me yet.
1: <laughs> Hence, why I came to Christian with Maxine running off to get tattoos. Sure, that's why. Um, no, that I'm is that room. is no, that is a very. When you told me about magical tattoos, and then yeah. when, and then when we encountered Deva, I was mm-hmm. like, Alari needs this time to RP with their sisters. I don't physically need to be there. We we made it a point that Maxon is a angry, angsty asshole. He does not physically need to be there.
3: Next session is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to spend a lot of time adding a lot of spells today.
1: <laughs> because I'm like, I, I'm like I, I really do. That That is the one portion I'm actually expecting. I can't wait to see how, how the RP is going to go for that.
3: So... I've added, like, 36 up to now. Jesus. That's so much. Oh, man. Of various categories. Not everybody can use all of them.
1: Okay.
3: okay. Technically, Jason, you wouldn't even see most of them because most of them aren't available on the Bard spell list.
0: Ah, uh, but Bards have that little funny Bard thing where they can pick from any of the spell
3: lists for, like, three spells. And lines. fuck around and find out. <laughs> um,
1: before we go... Benny, do you have any? Wait, you you're still no. keeping your character close to the chest. You're for I am so itching tonight. I'm so itching to know. Like I really, seriously, here's so many people coming in playing new characters. I can't wait because I would love to. Either I don't know if it would be Maxon or Omi, but just to just to actually play mm-hmm. with you instead of. Worrying what in-story insert Benny has put in that I have to worry about now.
3: (laughs) That's going to be so interesting to DM, honestly. And I stopped to chat with
4: uh, Christian a bit just to do some of the the logistics of my idea to see what will work. Sorry, pardon the yawn. Um, Mm -hmm. And what won't.
1: Well, It'll be a lot of fun. We'll see. Can't wait. Um, I'll leave with this. I did present to everyone during, uh, actually technically on Monday, let's bring Caldor back as the quartermaster for the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Jason Don is in reference because they haven't seen how Flag means death, but they will totally be Lucius on the ship.
3: Like Kaldor would be the Lucius,
1: yeah. And the fact that even though Maxim did apologize for his actions, it's still gonna be that residual hate towards him.
3: There's gonna be, there's always gonna be that like snapback of like, well, you did kidnap me once,
1: and I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I slipped into Maxim too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I will do it again. Thank you for listening to the Space Science Collective podcast oh man this was a fun episode this was a good one uh see it Thanks wasn't it, see you got to talk jason and it wasn't so emotionally damaging it was actually cathartic wasn't it because we ended it off with you shooting somebody's dick off
0: i mean yes to be fair i did i did get my moment of shooting someone's dick off
1: and I think um that should be a warning to me there's still copious
0: amounts of emotional damage Especially when you consider all of the shit David told me oh. And the fact that we found out That my dad is connected to Solomon Is connected to a whole bunch of other shit Solomon
3: yeah. is trying to Muscle power away from Atlin By using his eldest daughter As hot, as uh, leverage Who'd have fucking thunk it
1: Ooh, You know what Does not give too much inside baseball Thank you for listening That's uh, not inside baseball that's what happened I know it happened but we, I like to leave the listeners You know like, we, we we gave them a taste. They have to wait till the next time to hear this. You know, just leave them with the taste. Because we actually have people who are listening to us talk about D&D. Let's mm-hmm. leave them with the taste. Like, I talked about Max and having tattoos. I didn't say specifically what type of tattoos.
3: Have, have the morsels.
1: Yep, the morsels. You'll get the next crumbs, not probably on the next episode, probably like two episodes later.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And SoundCloud, I totally forgot about SoundCloud for a quick second.
3: Stitcher, Google.
1: I took us off of Google Stitcher is fighting me. You're gonna Good. take us off of Stitcher, Stitcher. Anyway. it may be This episode might be titled Gaggle of Idiots. That was fucking gold.
0: <laughs> I say that all the time. I can't believe you've never heard me say it before.
1: I probably have zoned out. I am not gonna lie, I probably slummed out. And I'm sorry. <laughs>